This is Kevin Brooker. We are cruising through retirement. On today's show, we're going to talk about how you can keep your taxes in check when you go into retirement. We're going to break down some ways that uh, you could possibly be taxed in retirement, and we want to show you how you're going to minimize that. Let's cut that tax bill, folks. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, been in this business a day or two, better than 30 years. He is an investment advisor representative. He's a fiduciary. He's independent. All of the things that we look for in an advisor, as always, Kevin, this is a, this is a fun time for me just because you are always sort of on top of things. And, boy, you hit a hot button now with taxes. Taxes, By the way, how you know, are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no problem, Steve. I, I am great, man. It sounds like you're doing well, too. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we, we are good. And you know what? It's that time of year, right? It's tax time. You know, so I thought I thought now's a good time. Let's talk about how we can save a few of those dollars because, you know, a lot of us are filling out our returns. I know I get, I'm get i getting a lot of uh, calls from clients these days, you know, because uh, you guys probably know the tax deadline was extended to May 17th. Right. Um, you, you know, so everybody's working on their taxes now. And I thought, what better time? to talk about how we can cut that bill, um, you know, what better time than now? Right. Well, and especially as we head into retirement, I mean, you've said many times how important tax planning is, especially in retirement. So, yeah, let's uh, let's take a, let's take a look. Let's break it down. Well, you know what? I, t I tell you what, one thing that a lot of people often think is that their tax burden, you know, their tax bills are like automatically going to go down in retirement. And, and it's not always the case. And in fact, sometimes you can wind up paying more tax than you were when you were working. Because you don't have, maybe you had deductions while you're working. Maybe you had write-offs that you don't have now, and and you might find out you might find an unpleasant surprise being you're going to have a bigger tax bill, and it could be on the same amount of money because you don't have those deductions or write-offs. Sure. And and so we want to take a look at you know some of the ways that you get taxed, um, and see if there's some moves you can make to reduce their, your future tax bill. Is how I look at it. You know, uh, many times with the situation you're in currently, maybe there's nothing you can do right, about your current tax bill. But there are plenty of things you can do about your future tax bills. And that's what we're going to try to help you reduce right now. I like that. Okay, let's go. All right. Well, you guys uh, might know one of the things about uh, retirement accounts. We always advocate, or, or I should say, I always advocate, you know, saving money in your retirement plan. If you are if you have a workplace 401k, I definitely you know encourage you to put as much money in there as you can so that at the, at the very least, you get your employer match. You know, sometimes they'll match three, four, five percent uh, so whatever that is, is free money, right? Yeah. So I always encourage people to do that, right? And and to save that money. Um, but the downside of the 401k and the IRA is that it's some people call it a tax time bomb. All right. Um, some people say, well, you got to remember, you know, you could be, you know, 30% of that 30%. Who, who owns that? Who owns that 401k with you? The answer is Uncle Sam, because he's getting 25, 30%, whatever your tax rate is. And, and remember, when you take money out of a retirement account, whether it's a 401k or an IRA, and I'm referring to a traditional IRA, when you take money out, it's taxed just like income. So you don't get the benefit of long-term capital gains tax rates, which are considerably lower in a lot of cases. So you wind up paying tax at your income at your income tax uh, rates. 
And so you want to make sure you're aware of that because it can be a great way to, you know, to build your nest egg and, and to focus on the accumulation because you're getting the tax break when you put that money in right from your 401k, you get the tax break. Um, but most of us aren't thinking about the tax bill down the road. And so what I want to talk about is how, how we can be tactical when we're receiving income in retirement and, and how we want to be very focused on where your income is coming from in retirement, because that can lead to taxes on a whole lot of other things, you know, like your social security benefit, for instance. All right. And see a lot of people, you know, some of the seniors that collect, some of the retirees that collect social security, um, you know, if, if that's your sole source of income, you don't have any other thing else coming in, then it should be, then you're, then you're most likely not paying any tax on your social security benefit. Right. Sure. But, but you got to remember and think back that the, when social security was set up, you know, back in what the thirties, all right. The idea wasn't for that to be your sole source of income in retirement. It was, we always talked about it being a three-legged stool. You know, one leg is social security. Another leg was your pension, which most of us don't have. Uh, and the third was your own savings, right? Right. And so now two thirds, two legs of that stool are our responsibilities, right? In other words, we've got to save money and we've got to be diligent about it. And you've got to protect it like, like, like it's the, the last dollar you ever have. I think, I think people look at their 401k sometimes as a piggy bank and they take money out of it for what I would call silly reasons, like buying a new car. All right. <laughs> right now, of course. You know, course. now if, if, if you, I'm not saying you don't, you don't need, need to have wheels, right? You got to be able to get around, but, but maybe you buy a cheaper car. Maybe you don't buy a brand new one. Maybe you buy something that's five years old and, and, you know, save a bunch of money on the, on that price. All right. But so I, 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 my advice is to try to strategize and be tactical about where you're going to get income in retirement, because we can, there's a lot of ways we can cut that tax bill. And, and as I mentioned with social security, you really don't have to have much other income coming in before that becomes taxable too. And in my mind, I think, I think about a number like eight or 10 grand. I think that's about the most you can probably make an income from outside sources. In other words, taxable income, like let's say a job when you're retired and you're collecting social security. And I'm not going to, I'm not talking about before full retirement age, that gets a lot more complicated. All right. Let's just talk about you've made full retirement age. You've got your social security check coming in. What can you do or what could you have done before to keep that social security from being taxed? All right. And the answer is converting some of your retirement plans, your 401k, your IRA, converting those to a Roth IRA. And so let me, let me tell you guys, I, I'm 56. My plan is to work until my early seventies. You know, I'm lucky I don't have a highly, uh, you know, there's not a lot of physical labor required in my job, right. luckily. All right. You know, so I, I feel bad. You know, I've got a brother-in-law. He's a flooring guy, right? So he installs, you know, flooring, carpeting, you know, laminate. So that'll, he's on his- That'll wear he, on a body. Right. So he's on his knees, right? You've seen those, the flooring guys, they oh got these gosh, knee yeah. pad think right? And they're punch, they're punch, driving this thing with their knee to, to stretch out the carpeting. I, I, I just don't think that's something you want to be doing when you're 70 years old. Oh, gosh, no. Um, <laughs> you know, so- <laughs> That's a so bad I feel movie bad, right there. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, it's uh, you're you're not going to be walking too well, I don't think. Um, you know, so nonetheless, so I'm, I'm I'm fortunate that I don't have a job like that. So I I believe I'm going to be able to work into my 70s, and so I'm not gonna, I'm not planning to take Social Security until three months before I turn 70. All right, there is so you so you guys know there's no benefit at all to waiting past 70 to claim Social Security. Nothing. In fact, that will cost you money because you're you're those checks you did not receive you're not going to get them back. Uh, so you, you need, you want to make sure three months before you're 70, you, you file the claim. 
so that it starts when you turn 70. And that's going to give you about a 25% bigger check than if you claimed, you know, at your full retirement age. And so first, my plan is to wait until I'm 70 to claim Social Security. And then what I'm going to be doing personally in my 60s, I'm going to be converting my IRAs into Roth IRAs. And my goal is to have every dollar in my retirement accounts to be in my Roth. That's my goal. I don't know. I don't know how far I get, um, but that's my goal. And and so the plan is to have a significant amount of money in a Roth IRA when I'm 70, and then all of my income is going to come from my Roth. That's all of my income that's above my Social Security. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, there won't be any taxes owed. Zero, zero tax on Roth distributions and zero tax on Social Security if you don't have any other income. You know, greater than, like I said, I, w- I would look at like, you know, maybe roughly $8,000, but uh, it depends on your overall situation. In other words, 8000 over and above your Social Security. Sure. Um, and, that, it, you know, so, so the thing to think about, if you have a regular IRA, traditional IRA or 401k, and you start taking those distributions from that account, let's say you take them in, 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 I don't know, in your 60s, and let's say you've already started Social Security, that income is going to be taxed, right? And yes. if you've got more than, pro- if it's more than probably 10 grand, guys, now you're now you're not just looking at fifty percent of your social security being taxable. It could be as much as eighty five percent of it. Wow! All right, that's a big. And bite. so the way it's a big bite, you know, because if you look at the average checks, you say most most married couples are probably going to get forty, maybe fifty thousand a year combined on the social security. If you got to pay tax on that, that's at least another five thousand dollars in taxes. If you're just in the ten percent tax bracket, right? So ex, you know, extrapolate that for twenty years. That's a hundred thousand dollars, right? And so personally, I can think of a lot better things to do with $100,000 than give it to Uncle Sam, you know? So what I'm going to do is live off of our, we're going to live off of the Roth IRA, and then we're going to use our health savings account, HSA, for all medical expenses. And, and you know, Steve and I were talking before the show. I found out something I think is, is just, to me, it's super exciting, guys. All right. I've, I've learned that with an HSA, a health savings account, uh, there are some fantastic benefits, guys, and you really owe it to yourself. If I could encourage you to do one thing, just one thing from that you take away, is look into an HSA account to see if you're eligible and to see if you can figure out how you can become eligible. All right, because the first requirement is that you have to have an HSA eligible uh, medical insurance plan. Okay, your health insurance has to meet the requirements, which basically means it's got a high deductible. Is is how they set it up. So you've got to have the first thing is to have, you've got to have the HSA eligible insurance. And then if you do, once you do, you can set up an HSA account where you can invest the money. You get a tax deduction when you put it in, it grows tax-free and it'll come out tax-free as long as you use it for qualified expenses. And there, there ex, there's a bunch of them guys. And what I'm leading up to, what I just learned is that you can save and invest. Okay. And that's the other thing, guys. I've, I've also found out that something like less than 10% of people of people with HSA accounts invest the money. They're just sitting in cash. You can invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, uh, and I can do it for you. If you want to give me, you know, give me a call here, I can set it up. I can manage it just like any other brokerage account or investment account and see it grow is what we want to do, right? Yeah. So you can imagine you start in your 30s or 40s or however old you are, and you start putting away, you can put 7,000 a year or 7,100, I think is the number. Um, if you're over 50, there's a catch-up provision that lets you put in an extra grand. But you could put away seventy five, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars, you know, over ten or fifteen years, and then you leave it and you let it grow, right, all the way until you're sixty five. My plan is when I'm sixty five or older, okay, because at that point, once you're on Medicare, 
you can no longer contribute to an HSA. Okay. So the money's growing tax-free all that time. And you know what? When you get to that stage, you can go back for the last 10, 15, 20 years. In fact, there's no limit on how far back you can go. And you can look at all your medical expenses that you've incurred, and you can reimburse yourself for all of those expenses from 10, 15 years ago. All of okay? that out-of-pocket stuff. All of the out-of-pocket stuff. And, and so what I want to give you, give you an idea, for instance, anybody that takes over-the-counter medications like an antacid tablet, Okay. Sure. That's an eligible, that's an eligible expense. Allergy, allergy. If you take allergy, like I've got horrible allergies. I take all kinds of allergy pills. All right. Those are fully reimbursable from your HSA account. All right. If you had a kid, you've got a baby, a baby monitor, you know, the camera, you monitor yeah, the baby. Right. That's a reimbursable expense. All right. A lot of things associated with having a baby, having have a child, you know, are, are reimbursable expenses, but you don't have to reimburse it at the time you incur the expense. Okay, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. And my point is, if you've got, ten, let's say you got 10 grand, right? And you got 10 grand in expenses, you could choose to use the money to pay it now if you wanted to. But if you're able to pay it with another source and you can let that 10 grand grow and we invest it for 10, 15, 20 years. So maybe your 10 grand is now 20 to 30,000. So you go back and reimburse yourself that 10 grand, right? And you've still got another you know, chunk of money, 10,000, 15, 20,000, whatever it might be of tax-free money that you can use for other things. Right. Yeah. So, so to me, it is, it is, it is truly unbelievable because I've not seen any other situation with the IRS, our tax code, that there is an unlimited, it's unlimited. There's no limit as of right now as to how far back you go. Okay. The, the caveat is that you had to have been eligible for an HSA account. All right. Okay. So, so if you're not eligible for the account, it doesn't do you any good. The first step, like I mentioned, you got to be eligible for the account, and then you go back as long as you're eligible for that account. And every year of expenses that you're gonna that you're gonna uh, take the deduction, you're gonna write off. You had to have been eligible in that year for the HSA account. All right? right. So that that's first rule number one. Um, but guys, that's a huge, huge benefit, of course. And then and then of course all your medical expenses when you're retired, you can you can avoid the tax on all of it. And so, like I go to, I've been going to a chiropractor for years. I spent about, I don't know, several, several hundred dollars a year at a chiropractor. So now I can carry forward all those expenses, right? For 10 years, six, seven grand. And I can reimburse myself tax-free when I'm retired. I can use the six, seven grand for whatever I want to. Whatever I have to you have, want. Oh man, that's fantastic. Right? Yeah. You just have, you got to have the records and the receipts. All right. And so what I've told my wife, what we're doing is we've got, we've got some, a folder that is titled HSA reimbursable expenses and every single expense we incur between now and the next, you know, 10, nine, 10 years until I'm, until I'm on Medicare, every one of those expenses is going in that folder. And then after that point has come, I will gradually at some point reimburse myself for all those expenses. That's great. And again, you can use that money however you want. Yeah. You can use it however you want because you right. You paid, you paid the bill in the past. Yeah, it's already been paid. Right? It's already been paid. Right. But it's reimbursable. Per the IRS, okay. I so, spell so a vacation. You, you know, right? That's what, <laughs> guys. That's what I'm saying. We started off talking about taxes and how to reduce your tax bill. How is this? You, you can think about all the money you spend on all these expenses, like the baby expenses. Yeah. You know, there, it, it, it's it's unbelievable to me the money that people. I think of it as people wasting money because they're not taking advantage of these. Well, and whatever I think tax. There's a, there's a lot of people that are, that have that high deductible plan. I mean, a lot of employers. I, I would venture a guess to say most employers. That's what they're offering today. 
And you know what, guys? You owe it to yourself. If there's, like I said, one thing that you take away from the show, this is it. Okay? There's no other account that is triple, truly, triple tax-free. Truly, truly tax-free. All right? Your IRA, your 401k, like we talked about before, you're going to get hit with a tax bill when you take the money out. And, and if you leave it to a beneficiary, then they're going to get hit with a tax bill. Somebody is paying taxes on those retirement accounts, and they're paying ordinary income tax rates on those retirement accounts. All right. So those are taxed. You get tax deferral. Okay. When you, while it's growing, right, you don't have to pay tax, but you're going to get hit with a tax bill. That's why we call it a tax, you know, tax time bomb because, you know, Uncle Sam owns a third of that account or maybe more depending on where you live. So depending on what tax bracket you're in, that's how much they owe. So it's not all, don't, don't, you know, I hate to give you bad news, but you're for, you're not the only owner of your 401k. You've got a partner. You're not the, you're a part, you got a partner and, and, and that partner, you know, wants his cut. So, so guys, this is one that I think um, if you're eligible, this can save you huge amounts of money because like I said, whatever tax bracket you're in, 20%, 25%, whatever that is, if you could pay for it with tax-free dollars versus taxable, then automatically you're saving your tax rate. So 20% on all those expenses, whatever thousands of dollars over your lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you are retired, you can use the HSA to pay for other things. It could pay for long, you know, if you need long-term care, it could pay for that. You can you can uh, reimburse yourself actually for for uh, your Medicare premiums. You know, like your Medicare premium comes directly out of your Social Security check. The government is going to deduct it first, right? So what you can do is you can use your HSA to reimburse yourself, just like for the expenses. You can reimburse yourself for your Medicare premium. Oh All wow, right? I hadn't even thought about that. That's fant- That's wow. These are some right? great things to know, Kevin. Holy cow! I, I tell you what, it, it gets me excited because because I think about it, I say you know. Uh, we're going to be able to live tax-free in retirement. If I can pull this off, if I can execute my plan, we'll be tax-free in our retirement because all of our retirement money is going to be in a Roth. And then we're going to have a nice you know, six-figure HSA account that I can use. You know, I'll use it for vacations and things like that. But, but it's going to be done reimbursing myself for medical expenses that we have all the records and the receipts for. Sure. So I'm excited about a tax-free retirement, not just retirement, but a tax-free retirement. Well, that's something that you can help us achieve as well. Depending, I mean, you know, putting that plan together, that's what it's all about. Um, go ahead, folks. If you want to give Kevin a call, it's 800-975-6717. Something a little bit different. If you want to text Kevin directly, it's the same number, 800-975-6717. You can go ahead and text or call. And Kevin's going to get the message from you. Yes, by all, by all means, guys. I'm happy to answer any questions. You know, please don't don't hesitate if you'd like if you'd like to talk. All right, there's no obligation, there's no cost. I'm I'm a low key guy in, in in this sense. All right, I'm not going to rush anybody. Uh, I just want to answer your questions, and and through a conversation, you'll be able to figure out, hey, is this somebody I want to talk to further, and and does it seem like a good fit? And that's really what the first couple of phone calls are about. Is you know, seeing if we're a good fit, if our uh, if our styles and strategies you know line up with what you're looking to do and how you feel about things, and and then we take it from there. But there, there's there's no pressure and there's no obligation. Um, but I would love to help you save your money on taxes, no question about it. Well, I All mean, right? again, the the idea of having a tax free retirement, I mean, that that to me just is it's hard to get my head wrapped around that. But the thing is, is you just explained how it, that can be achieved. It it definitely can be achieved, and, and and I'll tell you, I've been planning it. My you know, this is myself. I'm talking, you know, myself and my yeah. wife. This, this is how we're going to do it because you know we're lucky. Uh, I guess we're lucky in the sense that um, you know I've I've done everything I can to you know I don't like debt, you know, and and uh, so so my feeling is that you go into retirement without any debt. You don't have any mortgage. You don't have a car note. You don't have any debt of any kind. All right. 
And then most of the people that I meet, I work with a lot of retirees in, in my in my practice. And typically their monthly expenses might be three or four thousand dollars. And and so and, and that's that's a living expenses, their utilities, their insurance, their food, their, you know, all of these things. Of course. Um, you know, so if you're able to live, you know, I think we'll be able to live on our social security, me and my wife. All right. And pay, I mean, pay all of our bills, all our monthly bills. And then for vacations and travel and the extras, I'll be using my Roth IRA. And then to reimburse, as I mentioned before, for medical expenses and, and medical, dental, chiropractic, uh, vision, hearing, you name it. It's all reimbursable from your H, from your HSA account tax free. So um, now let me tell you the drawback, guys, on an HSA. If you have money in an HSA and you take it out early, meaning before you're 65, and you don't use it for medical expenses, that's a bad, that's a mistake, that's a no no, um, and the government is going to penalize you 20. percent Okay. Ooh, well, that's, that's so what make, you call your red flag, right there. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. So, you know, watch out for that one. There are there are some landmines in this field. Okay. And, uh, but this is why you want to work with an advisor. All right. Whether it's me or somebody else, whoever you're working with, these are the discussions that we have. And we say, you know what, this is going to be our plan. And, and so when you have a question, when you think about something, you pick up the phone, you shoot somebody a text, however you want to communicate. And this is how we make sure we don't step in any of those landmines. Okay. Right. And, and we want to, we want to make sure you don't get hit with penalties. Uh, and, and you don't want to wait. Bottom line is we don't like to waste money on anything that's not, you know, that we don't have to spend it on. Right. Well, and again, folks, if you want to give to, get in touch with Kevin, 800-975-6717. Again, if you've got a question, you can punch in that number you know, as a text, and he's going to get it as well. 800-975-6717. You can call him as well and leave a message. He'll get back to you. Not a problem. And, uh, you know, you were talking about the, the triple play with the HSA. So give me the, give me the three ways that it's tax-free. Oh yeah, the uh, well. Well, first of all, you get a tax deduction when you put the money in there. Okay. So just like an IRA contribution or your four hundred one k contribution, you, you you can write it off when you make that contribution, right? Yes. Uh, so that's number one. Second, which is similar to the retirement accounts, is that it grows tax free. All right. The retirement accounts grow tax deferred, meaning right, you're not paying the tax now; you're deferring it until later. All right. So you get tax free growth on them. The retirement accounts, you pay the tax when the money comes out. Whoever takes it out, that's when you're paying tax. All right. And mm -hmm. I'm talking about tr traditional IRA with the HSA. The third way is tax free when you bring when you take it out. It's when you withdraw it. So, oh. so you, tax deduction going in tax free growth while it's in there. And then you get tax free withdrawals provided, as I mentioned, it's got to be for qualified medical expenses. And just so you know, what I mentioned earlier, the penalty, if it's not for qualified expense. All right. Just so you know, you don't have if, if you choose to. You can pay the expenses, you know, it, it could be 40, you know, like, like I had, I had money in an HSA when I was younger, I needed it for expenses that I incurred and, and I, and I paid for it at that time. So, so there's no penalty and there's no limitation that prevents you from using it to pay medical expenses when you're younger. It's that my preference, okay. My choice, my preference, if you're able to, is to pay those expenses with other funds now. And that way you can let the money in your HSA grow tax free. And then if we get enough growth out of it, it'll cover those bills. And you follow me because you're leaving yes. the money in there. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and so, so it's guys, it is the only truly tax-free account It's the only one. Win, win, and win. I like it. <laughs> win, win, win. Take advantage of it, please. Right. Exactly. And, uh, well, you, you know, speaking of taking advantage, uh, Kevin.
Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717, or just text SILVER to 21000. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717, or text SILVER to 21000. That's SILVER to 21000. Do it today. talked a little bit last week about uh, your peer growth fund and um, let's let's have that conversation because it's pretty exciting what you're doing and how you're sort of rolling this out and it, it could be a possibility for someone you know to work with you to get involved yeah. with this no 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 question no question about it Stephen. I, I appreciate you bringing that up um, you, you know what I, 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 did, I pardon me I manage accounts for my clients meaning I buy and sell uh, you know investments on their behalf. Um, and, and just like, you know, think of it like a mutual fund, right? You put money into a mutual fund, the fund manager is buying and selling on your behalf, right? He, he's not calling you up and, and talking to you about it, what he's doing before he or she does it. Um, but that's what they're doing. And, and so this is similar to that is, you know, uh, what I'm doing is I'm managing the account, uh, entirely. Um, and what I did is I, I, I like to look at the most successful investors, you know, that, that I, that I know, and that we know. You know, think about guys like Warren Buffett, you know, and Peter Lynch that ran the Fidelity Fidelity Magellan Fund back in the, I want to say the 70s and 80s, uh, maybe into the 90s. It was a phenomenal investor. Um, and and, and uh, William O'Neill is the guy that founded Investors Business Daily. Um, and if you know these folks, you know what all of them have done is they all have parameters. They all have rules that they figured out over the course of time, or maybe they learned it from somebody before them. They, they figured out rules that apply to stocks and that when they buy stocks according to these rules, that it generally works out really well and they make money. And there's a ton of academic research out there. I can, I can you know, I, I watch dozens and dozens of these things um, and, and I use them to screen for stocks. So the, the way I find a stock is, I, is I'm using the rules from the most successful investors and I'm using those to find stocks to buy. Um, and, 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 that, and that's what I'm doing. And when I researched these and I looked at their performance, these things have shown performance of over 20% a year well, in the academic research. And you look back, going back to 1980, for 40 years, they've averaged, I want to say it's about 25% a year for a 40 year, 40 year average return, uh, which is phenomenal, right? Yeah, it's amazing. And, yeah. So, I, so I'm looking at these and, I, and, and I've bought stocks based off it before, but I, but I wanted to fully, you know, fully commit and fully do it 100%. And so July 14th, I, I believe was the exact day, July 14th of last year. So it's not, we're less than a year. All right, but we started and went live um, middle of July last summer, and as of today's close, uh, 
we were up, we just closed over 70%. Stop it. So, so that's we, an amazing <laughs> number, Kevin. That's an amazing number. So, so 250,000 uh, would be 420, I think 422 today. Wow. Um, 421, 422. So, so it's a 70%, and this is a net gain. Net of expenses. I, I I can't do this for free. I do charge management fees, um, and but this is net of expenses, seventy percent net return. Now this is a concentrated portfolio, guys, and it's pure, I call it pure growth because there it's pure growth, meaning there's no leverage. We're not buying anything on margin for anybody that's familiar with margin trading, where you borrow against your portfolio, uh, which I don't advocate. By the way, I I consider that very risky. Because if the markets go down and you're on margin, you're going to get something called the margin call where you have to add money to the account very, very quickly, like overnight. And if you don't add money, then the brokerage firm is going to start selling your holdings. All right. Okay. Um, there was a big blow up in the market. A little side note, if you guys heard about this Archegos, I, I believe it's pronounced, it's A-R-C-H-E-G-O-S. That's a big fund that recently blew up that um, some of the big... Some of the big brokerage firms took losses north of a billion dollars with a B, okay? Because this guy was, it gets a little complicated. It was, he was, he was an old hedge fund guy. He turned it into a family office and a family office gets like these exemptions to a lot of other rules that nobody else gets. I don't know why. Um, and then he got into these swap contracts, which aren't really regulated like they should be. And so it turns out he was employing something like eight or nine, 10 times leverage. So so that's like having a million dollars and borrowing another eight million against the portfolio. All right. So it all it takes is a little bit of a drop and it blows up on you. And that's what happened to him. If you own if anybody owned Viacom stock in the last couple of months, it got absolutely crushed because he was on he owned Viacom, he was borrowing against the position. And then when when his positions went went against him, he got a margin call, the firms liquidated their holdings. And that sent Viacom stock, I think it dropped like 50% in two weeks or something. Whoa. All right. So we don't do margin. We don't use leverage. We don't use derivatives. Um, this is pure 100% stocks buying the old fashioned way. and We pay for them with cash. So when I say pure growth, that's what I mean. It's purely stocks, but it's concentrated. But um, as I said, in the first nine, what are we, nine and a half months, 10 months, not quite 10 months, yeah. we're up 70, 70% so far. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I, you know, this is something that, like you said, it's concentrated. There's certainly risk involved here. Yes. Oh, de there definitely is risk. And, and, and anybody that tells you they're seeing any types of returns like this without taking risk is, is just, uh, they're, they're just lying to you for lack of a better way of saying right. it. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And it, so, you know. but as you start to look at this and, and I mean, to me, this is a lot of credit to you, Kevin, because I know this can't happen by accident. You say that you read a lot and you're, I mean, you're managing this thing on a daily basis. I mean, you're involved yes. in that every single day to some extent. Oh, I am. I, I am 100%. And by the way, guys, I buy every single holding personally for my own accounts. So I've got, I've got my own personal accounts. As I mentioned, I've got a Roth IRA. I've got an HSA account, health savings account. Uh, I've got a co corporate profit sharing account. And all of them are, are I, I buy the same holdings. And, and I, I hold the same thing and I hold them for the same time. So if I'm selling it for myself, I'm selling it for my client. If I'm buying it for myself, I'm buying it for my clients. And, and, and I don't, and I do it at the same time. Okay. In fact, I, the clients go first. Um, so, and I, and I do that because I don't want anybody to accuse me of something called front running in this business. Sure. Um, you know, so, 
so that is what that is what I do there 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 it is I, it is something I look at every day <laughs> probably, probably more than I should um, but I'm, I'm watching them very very closely and what I'm looking for guys I'm looking for movement immediately and, and maybe that sounds crazy anybody that doesn't believe me I'm happy to show you my picks I can tell you one of my recent ones a bigger stock was Goldman Goldman Sachs GS is a okay, sure um, we just just bought that. I want to say, I think it was the first, I want to say first week in April and we bought it at 325, 326, right around in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so the reason I bring this up is that a lot of the stocks are smaller companies or mid-sized companies that most people have never heard of. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not buying based on a hunch. I'm not buying based on, oh, I heard this idea that is supposed to be this great thing coming in the future. And I want to see if I can find a company to take advantage of it. I've tried that and it never worked for me. All right. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy based on a hunch. I don't base based on water cooler talk, uh, based on a neighbor or a friend's tip, uh, or based on something I, you know, somebody reads on Reddit or some, you know, a messaging forum. Right, exactly. All right. Um, but Goldman Sachs, if you want to check it out, it's, I think we're up about 8%, 8.5% in, you know, first, what about three weeks or so? Um, and part of the reason I bring this up is to mention that some people have a, uh, a misconception that buying a higher price stock, you know, God, I don't want to pay 325 bucks for something. That's, you know, I can only buy X number of shares. And they seem to feel like it can't make as big a gain as something that was at, let's say, 30 bucks instead of 300. Uh, but it's totally not true. Okay. If, if, and and the, the most obvious example would be, uh, let's say, Google, right? Yep. Go- Google is what, 2,400 bucks or something? Sure. Uh, it, it's up almost 100% in the last year. All right. So, so don't don't ever think or or you know that you can't make just as good a return with a high price stock, you know because you can you just have you just have to be in the right one at the right time. Right. And what I'm looking for, I'm trying to I'm buying stocks that I'm looking for between the next one and three months is the move I'm looking for. All right. I I really don't hold on to anything more than three months, and um and I'm looking for it to move pretty much right away. If it's three weeks and it hasn't moved, I'm getting impatient, and. And so um, on the flip side, if something goes wrong, goes against me, which that does happen too, um, if it goes against me, I do everything I can to minimize the loss. I want to get out quickly if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. because I'm looking for it to go up right away. So if it doesn't take off right away and it starts to go down, then I must have missed something and and I'm out. I'm out. I I, I rarely hold on for even a 10% loss. Now, it it does. Sometimes it does get a little bigger, um, but that's where you really want to be careful, guys, if you're managing your portfolio. Be very, very careful when you start to look at these losers uh, or your brokers telling, oh, just hang on. It's going to come back because, guys, the bigger that loss, you, you know, if you take a 20 percent loss. Right now, you need a 25 percent gain to get back to break even. Right. Right. So so if you take a 50 percent loss, now you got to find something that's going to double your money just to get back to break even. Right. You put 100 grand into it. It turns into 50. Right. Yeah. Now you now you got to get 100 percent gain to get back to break even. So, so my, one of the big lessons that I've learned is you've got to manage your losses. I am much more concerned about something going down than I am about stuff going up. The stuff going up is great. That's fine. I'm making money. It's the ones that I'm wrong that are going down. I want to act fast and make sure I recognize it and pull the plug. Um, or something, or if you want to hold on, if it makes sense, but, but I don't believe in crossing your fingers and just saying, Oh, give me time. It'll come back. It doesn't always happen. It doesn't always work that way. Well, and again, to your point, if you're wrong and you said you sometimes are, you yeah. still you're still out there managing. You're still out there taking care of things, so to speak. And and that, you know, I mean, again, let's, I think that's the question that I think most people would have is, well, what if you're wrong? Well, yeah. you you have been wrong. 
I, oh, I have, I have been wrong. And, and, and then the managed account I'm referring to that we've got a 70% gain. I have been wrong with, with, I don't know how many stocks, probably four or five of them. I've been wrong. And, and, you know, otherwise we probably have a hundred percent gain. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, no um, kidding. But again, you, but you that's know? really what we're looking at. And that's not, this is not for the, uh, you know, for the day trader out there. It's this is no, something I that I want to if I want to retire and I've got money and I've got it saved and, and I'm looking for a little bit of growth and I'm looking for, you know, I'm, if I'm OK with the risk, that's the kind of thing where I want to sit down with you, get an understanding yes. of what you're doing and, and jump in. That, that, that's exactly right. And, and I'm not really uh, and, I, and I would say I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I would tell any, anybody that's listening, I'm, that's not what I'm looking for and that's not what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in any short-term relationships. I'm looking for long-term relationships because the people that I work with for a long period of time, we get to know each other very, very well. And I can do so much better of a job for you when I know you really well. All right. And mm -hmm. that's, that, that should, that should be the same really with anybody. Um, but, but I know, you know, most of my clients have been with me many, many years and, and, uh, and they're very comfortable. They're doing well. They're happy. They know, they know that I'm, that I do what I say I'm going to do. And I do it when I say I'm going to do it. And, and I don't overpromise. Um, and, and, uh, and I think that's the key to having long-term relationships. And I, I really would encourage everybody to try to, that should, I think that should be everybody's goal. You know, it, it's, it's not, nobody enjoys, you know, having to find a new, you know, like, do you want to find a new dentist or do you want to find a new doctor? No, I don't. No, <laughs> I, I want to go to the same person that I've been going to, right. that I know, I trust. I've been you going know. to the same doctor for 12 years now, you know, I'm comfortable. Yeah, we know each other. Exactly. And that's the same thing we want here because whoever you're working with, they should be able to do that much better of a job for you when they know you that well. And, and so what I'm looking for are these accounts. And by the way, this doesn't have to be, I'm not saying this is somebody's pure, you know, hundred percent account. The accounts that I'm managing that, that are in pure growth, they've got all sorts of other investments with me. Okay. They've mm -hmm. got, you know, one client in particular is he's got a couple million dollars in fixed annuities. All right. We've got the conservative, the base, you know, he's retired and the base is set up. It's structured. This is speculative money, right? And so it's money that he knows. He's, he, thinks of it, he thinks of it as gambling money. You know, he's like, ah, if I lose, I lose, you know? Um, but, you know, obviously we don't, that's not what we're, what we're looking for. Well, but 70% is hardly losing. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and, and we're doing it in a Roth IRA, by the way. Um, wow. So, so yeah, guys, we, we, you know, I can, what the other, what I do for some other clients that don't want to go all into the high, the pure growth account, what I do for them is I, I, when I'm buying the stocks, I just, uh, you know, I just limit the percentage of the portfolio. So a guy, somebody could come to me, you could say, you know what, Kevin, I've, I've got X amount. Of, I don't know. I've got half a million dollars and I want to put, you know, a hundred grand into this, into the strategy or something. You could put 10% or 15% or 20% or whatever percentage you want that can be allocated toward the strategy. And by doing that, that'll give us extra horsepower, if you will. You know, I can put that into a balanced portfolio. We add some stocks to give us, we say, give it, al give it alpha, which is give a better performance. Mm -hmm. um, and, that, and that's how I do it. So it does, don't, I don't want, wouldn't want anyone to think it has to be your whole account. It doesn't have to be. Uh, it can be, um, but we want to make sure you've got all the other bases. We've got everything else taken care of before, before we, uh, you know, take too much risk. Sure. And again, folks, if you want to reach Kevin, you can call or text 800-975-6717. Again, call or text both the same 800-975-6717. Kevin, as always, this is just a pretty exciting time to, to chat with you because you your energy and your excitement over what you're doing is, is really contagious. And I think folks <laughs> could really take advantage of that. 
Oh, you know what? I, I, I love to hear that. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for that, Steve. And, and guys, please, you know, feel free to reach out anytime. Send me a text. Give me a call. Uh, the number again here is 1-800-975-6717. And, and I'd love to talk to you. It can just be a 10-minute phone call. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, hosts, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment, security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions.